Chair Adelman. Looks like all of the DRC members that are attending tonight and staff are here. And so we can begin whenever the committee is ready. Sure, Adelman, if you are okay. Speaking, oh, there we go. I think I'm unmuted and I think you can see me. Yes, to both right. of those. Okay, super. Okay, then uh, we're going to start. So, uh, good evening and welcome to the Wednesday, December 15th, 2021 regular meeting of the Design Review Committee. Uh, Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? Committee Member Groton. Here. Committee member Salty. Here. Committee member Tomasello is absent. Chair Antelman. Here. Okay, uh, public communication. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt Chair Antelman. Could staff make a quick introduction? Um, Andy would like to introduce a new attorney before we go through the items. Would that be okay? Please do. Thank you so much. Thank you, Chair Antelman. Um, uh, as you may have heard, I, our, my boss, Greg Diaz, is retiring, and uh, he will his last day with the city uh, at City Hall will be next week. And so he has appointed me the acting city attorney. So I will be filling that role for the foreseeable future. And so in my place at these meetings, uh, we have uh, brought in Kylie Otto. She's with a law firm, BB&K, that uh, we use quite often to help us with these types of uh, planning projects. Kylie is highly qualified in these areas. In fact, she, before I was hired, she worked for the city in a contract capacity for a year and a half. So she's uh, very familiar with our city, with the types of projects that we handle. And so she will be the attorney uh, on this committee for the foreseeable future. So I just wanted to personally let you know uh, that uh, you wouldn't be seeing my face for a while and uh, you'll see Kylie's instead. So thank you very much. Okay, then we'll continue with public communications. Uh, it's a time set aside during the committee meeting for members or the public to address the committee on planning related business other than scheduled agenda items. Persons, persons wishing to address the committee during the public communications period of the meeting should fill out a speaker form prior to the committee reaching this point on the agenda. So is there anyone that wishes to speak? Chair Adelman, we have no public speakers. Okay, then we'll move on to consent items. Uh, consent item number one is approval of the Design Review Committee October 20, 2021 meeting of minute, minutes. And Item number, do, do we do these separately or can we do both of them at the same time? You can do both at the same time. Okay. And item number two is approval of design review committee 2022 meeting calendar. Uh, both of them have a recommendation uh, for approval. Uh, are there any edits or comments on the minutes or calendar? Okay. If none, may I have a motion and a second to approve the consent? calendar and the uh, approval of the design review committee uh, minutes 
as well. Madam Clerk, could you please call the roll? I'm sorry, Chair. I missed the, um, I'll make the, the motion. motion. Thank you. And a second. I, I was absent, um, and I don't need minutes, so I, I'd rather not vote on that. Well, I'll second the motion. Uh, um, Kylie, do we need to pull the October 20th uh, meeting minutes off since we won't have a quorum to vote on that <laughs> and bring it back to the next hearing? If we don't have a quorum, yes. Okay. Uh, in that case, um, uh, I could ask the meeting or the motion maker to take them separately and let's um, uh, continue the approval of the October 20th meeting minutes uh, to the next uh, hearing and then um, take a vote on the meeting calendar. Okay, do we need a motion for a continuance on that on item one? Member Salty, are you? Yeah, I'll go. I'll go ahead and just submit my motion to um, disregard the the uh, meeting that Bill was not at. And Chair Adamant, are you okay with your second of that motion? That's fine. Yes. Okay, Clerk. Uh, you can proceed. to call the roll. Committee Member Groden. Committee member Salty? Yes. Uh, committee member Tomasello is absent. Chair Antolin? Yes. That motion carries. Okay. Okay, the next agenda item is uh, project uh, 14669. Has anyone had any ex parte communications regarding this project? Okay, it seems to be the answer is no. Uh, can we please have the staff presentation, please? Yes, good evening, um, committee members. Tonight we have the Orn residence. This is a formal design review, warrant, exceptions, coastal development permit for a new live work unit in the downtown specific plan. Next slide. The proposed project is located at 167 North Garden Street on the west side of the downtown specific plan area. Um, it's between Olive Street and Ventura Avenue. Um, this slide is a long, narrow, uh, rectangularly shaped parcel dimensioned 40 feet by 180 feet long. The site is um, accessed from Garden Street with no, um, no alley behind. Um, currently, the property contains a 678 square foot single family home uh, located towards the rear. Next slide. The site is approximately 250 feet behind the Mission Plaza Shopping Center. This is where the, the Vons is located. This part of downtown is, 
contains a variety of uses, including single family, multifamily, some light industrial, other commercial buildings. Um, the businesses and uses include trailer town mobile home park, stone craft, stone fabrication, uh, cabinet maker, and some uh, a business called Beeline Oil Sales. This is, was once an industrial area with warehouses and um, recently is transforming into a more livable area with live work units, multifamily, and some single family. Um, and this is what the DTSP had envisioned for this area and encouraging new um, residential mixed use buildings. Next slide. These are some photos of the surrounding area. All of these properties are on Garden Street. Um, and it's a, just a display of the eclectic uses and the businesses and um, buildings on, on Garden Street as they exist today. Next slide. The proposed project is for two new units, one 1800 square foot live work unit and one 900 square foot accessory dwelling unit. Um, the ADU is proposed with the project. Just for context, um, showing you what the full, de fully developed site would look like. The ADU is not in the purview for the DRC or the Planning Commission because state law specifies that this is permitted by right in the zoning district that allows single family or multifamily. Um, so again, the ADU is just for context, not necessarily for um, any action or design review. Um, the two units are located in the front of the lot and the um, existing single family residence will remain in its location and there's no proposed work to that. Next slide. So for some context and background to this project, this was uh, previously scheduled for the design review committee um, back in October and was continued. Um, this is a ver the version of the project that was going to DRC at the time. Um, and this, this version had some, was some elements that were identified by staff that didn't meet the intent of the downtown specific plan and posed some site constraints and other configuration um, constraints that um, staff had comments on. Uh, the, larger massing of the structure and the, the driveway in particular. So prior to the previous hearing, the applicant had requested to rework the design of the project to address some of those concerns that staff raised. Um, the, the, the new project that you see today is a different version that was once explored by the applicant and in a conceptual phase. So this going back to the proposed project, um, the, the applicant um, redesigned and, and which is the project you see tonight. Um, and that project is more aligned with the goals and guidelines of the downtown specific plan. So this slide is just for context. Next slide. Um, and then back to the site plan to kind of give you um, some before what the previous design looked like and the after of what we're seeing uh, for the proposed project now. Um, staff believes that this site plan has a better flow by breaking up the buildings to create more open space and um, smaller building types. Um, 
that are more in more consistent with the area. Um, this configuration all, also allows for better site circulation. Um, there are two courtyards that are between each of the units. And um, this allows for open space, but also an auto courtyard that allows for vehicles to maneuver the site better by pulling in, parking, backing out, and meanwhile, the parking is shielded by the building, so not viewable from the public right of way. Next slide. This, is, this slide indicates some of the downtown specific plan requirements um, for the zoning district, the building type, and the frontage type. The project meets the majority of the development standards of the DTSP, uh, but does require three, three exceptions and a warrant. The T4.3 zone, there's an exception for the building type and parking placement. In the building standard section, there's a warrant for not providing a garage parking space or um, having alley access. Um, and then the frontage type meets all five of the guidelines addressed in the DTSP. Next slide. So this is the site plan that kind of identifies where those exceptions and warrants are. The first one, number one, is the alley access in the live work building type. The, the site re is required to be accessed from an alley. However, the site does not have an alley, so that's exception number one. Number two is for parking. There's an exception for the uh, parking placement, which is intended to be in the rear 50% of the lot. However, um, due to some of the buildings uh, being separated, the parking is in the front 50%. Uh, there's also a warrant for the parking not in a garage. Um, the live work building type requires parking within a garage. And then the third is for the building type itself, um, which I will go into in the next slide. So next slide. Um, here, here, these are the floor plans for the building type. The live work building um, requires an exception because the floor plan and the building layout. The proposed project shows that the live and the work components are separated. Um, so you have the work component right at the front of Garden Street and then the live um, separated by the courtyard. They are connected by a breezeway walkway. Um, however, it is uh, not exactly meeting the intent of the downtown specific plan when it comes to a live work unit. Um, staff is taking a cautious approach, applying the exception to it um, due to some ambiguity in what the live work description type is in the DTSP. Um, so the building type intends for it to be in one structure and that's why the exception is applied, but staff supports this layout because it reflects compatibility with the area and um, establishes smaller structures and creates more open, usable open space. Next slide. The frontage type selected was the porch. The, um, the porch for the proposed project meets all of the guidelines in the DTSP by providing a minimum of 10 foot depth and it's accessed directly from the public right of way. 
there's a defined area with a low wall and also with added landscaping in the front with drought tolerant plants and a tree. Next slide. There are some renderings of the project. Um, this, this is the viewpoint from Garden Street um, off of the public right away. Next slide. Here are the renderings of the two internal courtyard areas. Uh, the first is the uh, the top image is the auto courtyard where the parking space is located. And the second at uh, the lower portion is the open space between the live and work component. Next slide. Uh, next, we have the elevations. The, the building design does have a more industrial feel to it and um, some defining features, um, that of which is the second floor overhang roof projection over the driveway. This is a design element um, consistent with the applicant style and design preference. Um, staff is requesting that the DRC provide input and feedback on on this aspect um, for its functionality, appropriateness, and overall design. Next slide. These are the colors and materials proposed for the project. Some of the materials include metal siding, fiberglass, sheet metal, polycarb panels. The colors are generally neutral gray tones. Um, with some darker reddish colors and accent color with the address signs. Next slide. The proposed landscaping um, is spread across the site with different, um, different plantings and materials throughout uh, from the front to the rear. The building type for the live work requires open space towards the rear, which the applicant has provided um, with a shade cover, benches, and trees towards the red or towards the rear. Next slide. Overall, staff supports the project and believes it's consistent with the goals and policies of the DTSP, even with the exceptions and the warrant. Um, the recommendation is that the DRC recommend the Planning Commission approve um, allowing the separation of the live and work parts of the building because the overall design is better. The direction on the overall architectural style and design, adding more landscaping and any other design um, recommendations that the DRC uh, see fit. And this concludes staff's presentation. Thank you. Okay, if, if none is the applicant present, do they have a presentation? Uh, Chair Adelman? Yes. Did, did you ask if we could have questions with staff? Yes, I did. Yeah, I'd like to ask a question. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Um, so, staff, in, in, in your background, in your report, it says that uh, this is the 
the applicant's preferred approach. And and it sounded like in, in your in your beginning of your presentation that wasn't quite how it went. So is is this his is this the preferred approach? Tonight yeah. or the October? Uh, tonight, so the item was continued to allow for the applicant to um, redesign as as he uh, preferred. Um, so this the design that you see tonight is is the applicant's preference. Okay, thank you. So they asked to be continued. That's correct. Thank you. And Al, can I ask one question to Al? Sure, please. Um, so with your floor plan des designation between live and work, it looks like on the third floor there's um, both live and work, and then on the bottom there's two flexes. And I, I guess my question to you, why wouldn't the bottoms just be considered work and the tops be considered live and then they're in the same structure? I believe the applicant would be able to provide more context as to the reasons why it's designed this way. Okay. But it might be a, not an exception if you just label it differently. Yeah, uh, staff ended up um, taking a cautious approach saying that's, that it's an exception, but can't, the overall outcome could go both ways. Um, okay. Seeing that it could be live work, um, without an exception or vice versa. So, thank you. Mm -hmm. Can I ask one more question? Please. Um, was SB9 looked as an alternative planning method during this project? If SB9 was used, they wouldn't be able to do the commercial piece. And the commercial piece being the work piece? Yes. Even though it's designated as live work. Is that right? So are you referring to SB9 and their ability to do a ministerial multiple? Yeah, like split the lot. lot. Would would was it are you not allowed to do a live work unit as one of those splits? No, it wouldn't be. It would be residential. So you could split to do an ADU and 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 more residents. Got it. Thank you. Okay, if there's no further questions, is the applicant present? And uh, do they have a presentation? I have just brought uh, uh, Mr. Orn over into the panelist section, so he does have control of his mic and his camera. And the applicant does have a presentation. Okay, please proceed. Mr. Orn, are you able to see us and use your mic. Netta, I could unmute, unmute him and see if that would help. Yes, please. Thank you. Mr. Orn, I've unmuted you. Would you like to try your mic? Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes, we can. Oh, great. Thank you. Well, um, thank you for the opportunity to staff and to the members of the DRC for allowing us to make this presentation. My wife and I, um, uh, moved to Ventura about five years ago, and we spent a good deal of time looking all over Ventura for something that we really liked. We kept coming back to the avenue, and um, we discovered North Garden Street, and we thought that was a really good fit for us. We liked the mixed-use 
uh, aspect of the neighborhood and uh, the fact that it has such a great history and it's two blocks long with uh, very little through traffic. It's very quiet. It's very close to the to the foot of Main Street, which we walk to all the time and down to the beach. So um, all of those things added up to um, a really good choice for us. Uh, the little house at the back of the property, as was mentioned, was existing and we, we renovated it back in 2017. And um, we would like to add these units as part of our retirement. And um, it's part of our plan to continue to augment our, our, our living as we go forward in life. Um, is, I, I'm seeing a, a slide here that seems to be much beyond the, my screen. Is, is everybody seeing the whole slide? So. Yes, we are. Oh, okay. And well, I guess just you can just tell me to advance when you'd like me to advance. Okay, so I, I think you've, you've gotten the gist of it. Maybe some of these slides uh, aren't necessary. So uh, why don't you go ahead if you wouldn't mind, Jamie, and see what comes up next. Are you able to see this, Mr. Owen? It's your upper and ground floor plans. Yes, okay. I'm. I'm I'm zooming out, that's helping a lot. So I can see this better now. Uh, I'm seeing a landscape plan. Are you seeing that? Uh, we are not, Mr. Orn. We are seeing your floor plans, basically okay. your sheet A21. Apparently I'm seeing something different than what you guys are seeing, but that, that's fine. Um, you can just go through the slides slowly, Jamie, and I'll just give you the uh, my impression of where we are with this. Uh, the, the history that was reported is, is accurate. Um, we've been working on this property and trying to come up with um, a scheme that we felt good about and met all the city's criteria. And we've looked at a numerous different schemes. Uh, and uh, the last scheme before this one that we presented was one that we felt met all the criteria that we had been told was applicable. Uh, it, it yielded a building that we felt good about, but wasn't our preferred scheme. It was a long linear building, one building with with uh, a live work unit in it and two thirds of it and um, a, an ADU and one third of it. But it, it lacked uh, kind of a, a, a sympathetic scale to the to the neighborhood. Uh, after having met with staff and having discussed, you know, their concerns about that submittal. Uh, we've all felt, I think, that it wasn't what was the best uh, opportunity, and um, we were offered some uh, uh, insights on on ways to solve the parking better uh, that weren't available to us before, which was allowed us to have some 90 degree parking, and that changed everything. It unlocked the whole uh, approach to the to the project. So. What we came up with was a scheme that was the previous one. We came back to them and 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 uh, did some of the minor adjustments to kind of tie everything together, uh, i.e. the the bridge that that connects all these three buildings together makes it into one building, but it preserves what we felt was really important, which is a smaller scale uh, of of three smaller buildings with um, open space sprinkle sprinkle between them, uh, one of them being a, obviously the auto court, the other one being a, a flex courtyard between the two 
units that are closest to the street. So the scale felt very good to us. Um, it didn't necessitate, necessitate because of the narrowness of the lot that we go to two stories to get um, something that had a had a, a a good amount of square footage to it. But I think we were also sensitive to um, trying to again maintain the scale of the, what's in the neighborhood. And there was one slide that I provided that shows a kind of scale comparison from um, North Garden Street. The proposed development and relative to our adjacent neighbors on both sides, which is two stories and about 23 feet or so uh, from ground to top of parapet, which is considerably shorter than uh, the newer live work uh, set of units that are up the street on Guard Street that I think Becker built, and um, also the cannery, which is on the other end of Garden Street. But still, we felt very sensitive to. Uh, our neighbors who we know well, and we get along with well, that we wanted something that wasn't going to intrude on their privacy or loom over them in any way, but fit better. So, um, yes, this scheme is the preferred scheme. Uh, it offers us all the things that I mentioned. Um, you know, it offers us this, this nice indoor outdoor quality. Uh, the two units, uh, two buildings that are closest to the, to the street um, are live work. And yes, it could both be live upstairs. Uh, I was envisioning, envisioning this, if, if I were to rent this unit myself, I would probably live in one and have a studio upstairs and then have downstairs for uh, a shop and uh, manufacturing. But uh, the labels, yes, could easily be changed. Uh, the fact remains is that the, 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 street, the street building and the one adjacent to it are, 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 is, is the live work and the ADU is um, just that, it's an ADU. The house that we live in now, the small little house at the back of the property is just about 700 square feet. My wife and I live there and we're quite comfortable with that 700 square feet. We've been downsizing for the last couple of years and it's worked out very well for us. However, it doesn't allow us to uh, have guests over and uh, and if you know we'd like to possibly keep the ADU for ourselves and have it as a guest space for people, uh, we may rent it out too, depending upon how the economics of all of this work out. So it's tied closely to the to the um, to the existing residents in terms of its location. So that's the kind of planning thinking about uh, the the property um, in terms of materials. Um, I think as staff has presented that the 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 neighborhood is full of mixed use uh, uh, character, and quite frankly, it's something my wife and I really are. Very, very happy and comfortable with um, uh, you probably those of you who have been on fixed way in the last uh, year or so have seen what Becker has done with those uh, industrial commercial buildings there and it's a huge improvement to the neighborhood but he's kept the, the charm and the character of that sort of industrial use there much of it with corrugated metal and roll-up doors and and um, similar kinds of things that one would one would think of as um, sort of loft industrial. Uh, the, the units uh, up farther on, Gaines, uh, on on Garden Street also that Becker built are also live work, as I mentioned, and, and they have those same kinds of materials. So uh, we're very comfortable with that. The existing house on the property, which we renovated back in 2017, has uh, corrugated metal on the outside, uh, which also is, you know, uh, uh, another tie-in between the new and the old. So uh, we felt and we're very comfortable with that, that aesthetic. Um, 
we also feel that the open courtyards in between the buildings not only offer the building a better scale for the for the neighborhood but also promote some outdoor interaction between people and and uh, make a better kind of a living condition and quality of life for everyone so um unless there's some specific questions that's pretty much how we got to where we are at this point okay thank you for your presentation um do any of the committee members have any questions of the applicant? I do. Chair Alderman, I do. Please. I'm wondering about the, the, the polycarbonate. How are you attaching that to the metal studs? It looks like it's on metal studs. Yes, right. Yeah, it'll probably uh, be attached. Scar, sorry, go ahead. Ask the question. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just wondering the attachment of the of the polycarbonate. Yeah, there's a there's a um, a rubber washer uh, that's attached to a uh, a screw. It's like a roofing screw that allows the polycarbonate to be fastened with these screws that are water sealed that go through into the metal studs, and so you get a really tight skin that way, and it's waterproof. And so, so the so the screws on the face will be exposed. Yes, as as they will on the metal uh, siding up above as well, which is the same again as. The existing house that we have it's it's all exposed fasteners okay that was my next question for the for the metal side and same question yeah. that you answered it um, right sill height of the second level windows what's the height of the second level windows um, the, well, the sill height the sill height that's at four feet four feet okay yeah the visual i can they look like they're about four feet but i wasn't sure um another question here um oh in in your rendering you're showing get to it you're showing a, a kind of a woodworker working in the in the flex space court or in That's the right. building but it's is that actually going to be transparent glass or is that just there uh, uh transparent for the rendering purposes it's transparent for the rendering purposes. It'll be translucent, actually, not transparent. Okay, so that will actually be transparent. Okay, yeah, yeah. I get it. I right. See my, the other way. Um, yeah. Yeah, and and just a quick thanks for uh, for considering your neighbors and not just going off the zoning or the codes or anything like that, but considering your neighbors and the and the contextual contextability of your building. I appreciate that. Um, oh, thank you. Well, we've gotten to know our neighbors quite well uh, around here, and um, you know, it's a great um, camaraderie between everybody here, and everybody seems very respectful. And it would be seem—it just seemed to us a shame that not to acknowledge their presence and do something that they felt is in scale as well. So, but great. thank you for yeah, that. That's it. That's it for my questions, Chair. Okay. Anyone else? Uh, Daniel, you have a question. Uh, no, no questions. That was a very, very um, thoughtful presentation. Thank you very much. Okay, um, question um, on the overhang, and I'm looking at A5.1. Yep. Of your drawings, there is yes. a the clearance uh, is about nine feet. That's correct. Okay. Uh, you know, risk is defined as probability. And uh, likelihood, and it just seems like at nine feet, there's a, a likelihood that a car could hit that. 
And uh, if you look at the severity, it would be quite, quite severe. Is that uh, something that you considered in placing that at nine feet? I did, yeah. I, and and I checked sort of the largest, you know, pickup truck vehicles that are around out there. It's it would not accommodate an RV clearly, but uh, it certainly will accommodate. Um, some of the largest pickup trucks that are out there would seem to be the biggest things on the road these days. So uh, I felt comfortable that, you know, we were well within it. I mean, I, I think we'd probably want to do uh, something out on the face of the building to make sure that people understood what that height limit was. But, uh, you know, I, we're going to get to know the folks who are going to rent this and, and we'll make very clear that, you know, vehicles over standard size are are, uh, you know, are not allowed, so. Okay, suggestion, looking at the uh, question, would it be possible to raise that one foot, considering you've got about a foot of, par uh, of parapet above yeah. in your roof? Yeah. It seems yeah, like you could be possible, sure. And I think that and, would be some risk. Yeah, no, it's it's worth thinking about. I appreciate that suggestion, and yeah, that, that is possible. Okay, otherwise I, I have no, Further questions. Okay. Okay. Thank you for those. Okay. Uh, are there any members of the public who wish or would like to speak about this project? Chair Andelman, we have no public speakers. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to close the public hearing since <laughs> there is no one, and uh, we can deliberate as a as a committee. So. Um, who wants to go first? How about you, Daniel? Um, sure, I'll, I'll go first. I'll, I'll ask, um, I'll answer some of the city's questions as best as I can. So I think for the, um, there's a couple of warrants we wanted to talk about. Um, I, I don't actually, I think if, if you relabel the project, the first, the separation of work parts of the building would be changed. Uh, I would just relabel those as both work on the bottom and, and both live on top. And I, th I think you would have, you would kind of sol solve that problem. Um, Cause I, I don't think that's really a separation, one being on top of the other. Um, and then for, for the garages, if, if you really wanted to, to make the ground floor, having it, the ability to park it, it looks like that could be easily done. And I don't know if anybody wants to push for that, but it seems like each one of those bottom units could could actually house a car. Um, so I I don't know if that's a I won't make that determination, but I think that could be something that could that could basically take away that warrant for garage parking. Um, unless you unless you think you can't get into the into the building, but it looks like from the site plan you you can get into the side. I don't know. I think you could do it um, without without having to do the work myself. But I'm actually okay with the parking at it as being 50% of the lot depth in front. Um, I feel like the back portion is is residential and the front portion is more commercial based, and I think that's appropriate for the site. Uh, so I'd be I would be willing to say you know that's that's an acceptable parking strategy, kind of like they have right now. Um, and then the third one. I don't, I don't know what the third one was. Was it the flex court? It's three. Third one was the whole typology of the building. 
Uh, well, then I'm okay with that. I think we just relabel it, right? Sure. Yeah. So I mean, I, I'm I like this project. I think it's it's you know it's handled well. It's broken up. It's interesting. There's lots of light, air. I'm okay with the cantilever on the front. Um, I think the materials are appropriate. Um, it's it's well designed. It, it, you know, so it, it looks like city staff and the applicant spent a lot of time and work and hard work on this, and I, I think it shows. So uh, good job. I'm I'm the support of the project. Okay. Uh, Member Grodin, do you have any comments? Uh, sure. Yeah, I have comments. Um, on, yeah, this, I'm pretty much the same on the on the exceptions. Number one, I don't have an issue with. Clearly, there's no alley. Uh, number two, the placement. Uh, yeah, it, the placement of the parking feels more appropriate the way it's designed, and um, and it, it actually should be that way. The I don't. If you want to change the names on the typology, if that that's fine with me too. Um, if that does actually avoid having that exception, but I'm okay with all three of the exceptions. Uh, I think the material is really appropriate for the avenue, pretty much anywhere on the avenue. Um, the translucent feel on the first level, I think, is great. That you have you have a feeling of, that you can almost see into the building, which I really appreciate on garden. And but you're not necessarily seeing into it. I like the the ribbon the ribbon window on the upstairs, so you have some eyes on the street. And you have some, you know, basically eyes all over the project. The relationship of the mass according to the open space, it feels really nice to me. Um, the overhang, I, I think the overhang's great. It, it allows you to get that extra space to have that open space between the buildings, and it's well, you know, that the, having the overhang is definitely worth having to have that open space. Um, we're not talking about the ADU, but I'm okay with it. Um, what else did I have? Uh, yeah, it actually doesn't feel industrial to me just because it has metal. It, it actually feels the scale feels right to me. And I don't have I personally don't have an issue with the nine foot um, height of the overhang. Uh, I'm not going to bring my RV in, but uh, I, I couldn't at a 10 foot either. Uh, what else? Yeah, I think I think it's a really nice project and it's really well designed and I appreciate it. It's going to fit in well. Uh, in the neighborhood, and I appreciate um, um, staff's work on this and uh, the architect. Thank you. Uh, any comments on landscaping? If you can get more trees, if, if you can get another shade tree, that's great. I think staff said something about trying to get another shade tree. Uh, I'd agree with that. I think the landscaping actually is is really well done. Um, if you can get a couple more of the uh, of a a tree that would be great. Um, I think the landscape is pretty well thought out as it is, but maybe one more tree. Okay, and my comments are pretty much the same as uh, Member Saltese and Member Groans. This is very well done project. Uh, the comment on the uh, nine feet clearance that's that's kind of optional. It's just a suggestion. I wouldn't necessarily I wouldn't put it into a motion, but it might be something that the applicant might want to consider. Uh, is anybody comfortable in making a motion uh, on this project with recommendations to the Planning Commission? Go for it, Committee Salty. You want to put in the um, the name change into the into the motion, or do you? Yeah, I would. I would rec. 
I would recommend them doing that before it goes to the planning commission. That would be member salty if you can in your recommendation, if you're comfortable with it being separated, whatever configuration that is, that would be the recommendation and we'll take a look at it to see if that eliminates the exception or not. Right. I, I would just say, I don't think it's separated. I think it's just this it's semantics almost. Um, so I, I, yeah, so I would, I would. So whatever yeah. configure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if staff could look at that. Uh, that would be great. I think so. That's a right. So B architectural style. I think we're all in agreement that the, that we feel what the applicant is proposing is appropriate to the site um, and to the project. And so, unless, let's correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think we have anything with that. Um, add more landscaping and shade trees. I, I definitely agree with that. I won't tell you how to do that, um, but, but I, I think we all are in agreement that we think there, there seems to be like there's room to add um, kind of deciduous trees into this project. Uh, so I think we're all in agreement with that as well. Um, and I don't think we have any other design recommendations um, besides owls. And you know, I would I would just talk tell the applicant to look at that, but I don't think I would I'd put that 10 foot um, in there without looking at the staircases and that what, what that would do to the heights of certain things. Um, so I mean, I I don't really have um, any major I don't really have any major concerns with this project moving forward with approval from from DRC with any recommendations that we would we would want. Do you guys agree with that? I'm comfortable with that motion, but we, we still need a second. That wasn't a motion. Wait, wait, is that a motion? I mean, I would just say I would say I'm okay with this forward to planning commission without anything, right? Do, do we want to add anything? Uh, my motion would be this this the project as as drawn is ready to go to planning commission. I agree 100%. Yeah, that the recommendation you made and went through bullets A, B, C, and D, that uh, was a motion that if somebody is willing to second, we could make a roll call on that. Okay, if you can make that into a motion, I second it. It's done. All right. <laughs> then, uh, Madam Clerk, could uh, you please could we please have a roll call? Committee Member Groden. I didn't hear you, Mr. Gordon. Oh, yes. Thank I'm you. Sorry. That's okay. Uh -huh. uh, committee member Salty? Yes. Committee member Tomasello is absent. Uh, Chair Anselman? Yes. That motion carries. Okay. Staff communication. Um, is there uh, any, let's see, Chair Anselman? Okay. Committee members, if there are any items to report? That may be of interest to other committee members or or the public. So, is there any additional staff communication? Okay, if not, then yeah, uh, sure. Mr. Chair, I, I have one thing. Uh, like to inform the DRC that council did adopt the streamlining ordinance um, on a 7-0 vote. The the net results of streamlining. It really isn't going to change what the DRC has seen during emergency streamlining. So it's going, so the process won't, shouldn't look like it changes uh, to the DRC. Uh, if you have any specific questions, please don't hesitate to contact us and, and ask us. 
uh, will the DRC necessarily receive any feedback uh, after this goes to the Planning Commission, or is the burden on us to attend the meeting? And we are going to be working on uh, setting up uh, systems and methods of letting all the boards know what's happening at the other boards. So that is something we are going to be working on uh, at the beginning of 2022. Okay, because I think that would be helpful if, if yeah. we did get feedback, uh, especially if our our motion was significantly changed by the Planning Commission. So if there's no other further communication, uh, I'm going to adjourn the meeting.